Good morning, Glenridge family. My name is Ngobile Adigun. And in my devotion today, I would like to take us on a brief journey over Holy Week, the week leading up to Jesus' death. It burdens my heart more every Easter how this incredible, pivotal part of our story as Christians is overshadowed by bunnies and shops, Easter eggs, retailers wishing us happy Easter with bunnies running on a field. With that said, I will jump right into it. On Palm Sunday, Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. The donkey was the traditional beast of kings. At that time, death was the tool that emperors and kings used to control people. And Jesus came in to die, not let his people die, as the kings of that age did. Jesus demonstrates this throughout his ministry. He heals, he raises a paralytic, he feeds the 5,000, and he ends by raising Lazarus from death. All small-scale resurrection, so to speak. This is the king who rides into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, announcing that he has come to defeat death and disarm empires of this world through his death. Next, we come to Holy Monday, when Jesus comes into the temple with a whip. That temple was where people were to come and offer sacrifices and receive forgiveness from God. But it had doubled up as a livestock market filled with animals, haggling vendors and manure. Jesus gets mad because the place designated for God's presence, for his people to worship him, has been stolen. My house, Jesus says, will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers, Mark eleven seventeen. Here, Jesus stops the buying of sacrificial animals because he is the alternative and ultimate sacrifice. He challenges the religious leaders of the day, referred to by other prophets and Micah, by saying they are diseased trees that look healthy from a distance, but close up they are rotten and infertile. It is the third day, Holy Tuesday, of the Holy Week. Jesus sees a fig tree, curses it, causing it to wither. He is symbolically tearing down corrupt religious systems and creating his church where battle is done through prayer, a global church that cannot be destroyed, not even by death. Next in the Easter story, Mary lavishes Jesus with costly perfume, essentially preparing him to be laid in a tomb. Judas is horrified by Mary's act, calling it wasteful and of better use given to the poor. Unhappy with Jesus' answer, he strikes a deal with the religious leaders to betray Jesus for a tenth of what Mary poured out. This is followed by Maundy Thursday, Maundy meaning covenant. Jesus shares his final meal with his disciples, giving them a new covenant. 
It is the first day of Passover, the Jewish feast where God's rescue of his people out of slavery in Egypt is reenacted. Jesus makes preparations for Passover. A lot happens next. Judas leaves dinner to betray Jesus. The disciples argue about who the best leader is. Jesus goes into a garden to ask God for another way. Jesus, Judas returns with the mob, thus dragging Jesus to Jewish court. The disciples scatter. Peter denies Jesus. Jesus is condemned as a heretic and is beaten until sunup, leading us to Good Friday, where he is humiliated, pierced, crushed, rejected, crucified. For three hours, the king of the Jews hangs, bleeds, and suffers. While doing so, he asks his father for, to forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. Holy Saturday follows, the day that Jesus is laid in his tomb. The religious leaders are afraid because Jesus made a claim of rising on the third day. They are afraid that the disciples will stage a resurrection, so they ask for a God to be planted at the tomb. Enter Resurrection Sunday. What a day of victory. After two full nights of weeping, an earthquake hits as an angel appears to roll the stone away, announcing to a group of women that Jesus is alive, alive as king victorious over death with a global mission to build his church. This is the story of King Jesus, our story. Let us hold it close as we would prized possessions passed on from a great-grandmother or grandfather. Let us stand firm in celebrating this salvation, teaching our children that it is Jesus who saves. Let's be excited about Jesus and not worry so much about the bunny. Jesus is the star of this story. Jesus is the one who changed our lives for eternity. Bunnies are fun. Easter eggs are delicious. But they cannot take the place of Jesus. I encourage myself, I encourage you to make Jesus bigger than the bunny this Easter. Wherever we can to redirect it back to Jesus. Because Woolworths, Bar, Pick and Pay, everybody is selling Easter eggs, not crosses. Wishing us Happy Easter with an image of bunnies on a hill. I implore you, behold Jesus this Easter.